Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week we, well, sometimes once a week, we take we take weeks off. I don't tell you in advance because you don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> um, we uh, get together supposedly once a week, sit down, have a conversation about topics that we both brought to the table separately, but similarly. Uh, we just talk about it <laughs> like we did when we were first dating. Mm-hmm. That's that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're live every Wednesday on Twitch. Again, uh, there's an asterisk behind every Wednesday, um, but we try. We try our best. Uh, what is the footnote for the asterisk? Uh oh. Sometimes we don't. <laughs> uh. And essentially, if you are on the live stream, you can jump in, give your uh, comments, and we'll talk about it between topics. Yes. Um, do you know who goes first this week? No. Okay. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, you could go first. Okay. So, uh, for the first time I think ever, I don't have notes, and I don't really know where this conversation's going to go, and it's more vague uh, concepts. Well, can I, can I pause already right here? I do want to point out to the audience, if this is your first one jumping in, that it is strained for Elise to not have notes. Uh, <laughs> usually she has copious notes, and for whatever reason, her topic is usually still shorter, even with all those notes. Yeah. Uh, so for this one, I already lost my train of thought. I was thinking about, um, like, what are, like, common or what are red flags that you recognize when you meet new people so not necessarily like relationship based it can't be relationships to honestly be easier if we talked about red flags when dating somebody um but i had an experience like this week a couple times where there's just people that like when i meet them i either instantly feel like this is gonna be somebody that is probably going to be a cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm naive sometimes, too, where I, w- I like to give the benefit of the doubt to most strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, I think, just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I always... My, my theory in life is uh, people are inherently bad until they prove me wrong. Right. And I'm kind of on the reverse where I'm thinking most people are inherently harmless until they've done harm. Mm. Um, but that's not always good. I think... It's important to be careful. Uh, but there are some people that I've been noticing sometimes that I just don't like. Okay. That I just do not like. They rub me the wrong way. And there are, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what is it about this person that I just... Because I, I try to be friends with everybody. And there's, like, certain people where I'm, like, there's just something about this person that I do not want to waste any of my time on mm-hmm. and I was thinking about maybe it's like red flags like what what are these what are these characteristics that, that rub me the wrong way well since you're already going on about this go ahead and tell me what some of your red flags are uh <laughs> she's like I, I haven't thought of any I'm hoping you would come up with some uh I think like right off the bat like tone of voice okay is like a first okay but I'm gonna need some more information here <laughs> when you say tone of voice like if they come in they're like hey baby <laughs> yeah red flag <laughs> <laughs> no I think like pitch and volume and cadence almost like how somebody talks I feel like tells a lot about if they're being um uh what's the word I'm looking for genuine yeah like genuine or if they have like an ulterior, 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 ulterior oh, wow. uh, motive behind their sugary sweet, like tone. Okay. 
And that's like one thing where I'm like, mm. so if you're using their customer service voice when they meet you. Right. Exactly. Or if they make like a genuine attempt to like connect or if they're just like sticking to their guns with this like customer service gag. Okay. So what are some more? Uh, lack of eye contact. Okay. But sometimes that's not always bad. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty good at making eye contact. But I, I just think of people who are, like, more on the shy side. Like, eye contact is intense. It can't, yeah, it can be. Especially if you're just naturally uncomfortable socializing with people. It's definitely comfortable not making eye contact. Mm. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't hold people to that standard. What's the more? <laughs> I want to hear, because this is your topic. Um, I was thinking about, like... Even, like, body language, how you face somebody when you're talking to them. Or, like, arms crossed or... Yeah. Um, trying to think. Because I'm, I'm mostly referring to people that you don't have, like, any... Like, like a close relationship with. Mm-hmm. So, like, superficial, either acquaintances or, like, new friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, amount of information given in any specific conversation... Like, if they divulge way too much personal information, like, mm. right, out the, right out the gate. That's just a red flag in general. Yeah. That's a huge red flag. Um, maybe hygiene. Okay, so you're like, if they're stinky, I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to trust you, Elise. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe it's easier to talk about relationships. No, no, no. I, I like this. Okay, so I have some. Okay, good. Let me hear them. So, uh, I have three that come up, come to mind right away, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one is uh, over-processing. So, if you're meeting someone new and they're taking a really long time to respond to the things you're saying, like, it's almost like they're trying to read you. Oh, that's a red flag for you? Yeah, because if you're trying... If, if you go into every, you know, interaction trying to, like, get the the one up on someone, like, trying to know them before they know you, like, that that bothers me. Like, mm. it, it seems, it seems uh, nefarious to me. Yeah, I get that. It's almost like they're trying to read too much to control the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. What's another one? Uh, another one is uh, dishonesty. So if, like, they're telling stories and all of a sudden you notice that, like, there's some discrepancies, like, it doesn't, and the things just aren't adding up. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, if you're telling a story for funsies, like, yeah, it's okay to, to like, like expand on some things that aren't necessarily all, all true. Like, if you're, it's a, if it's a funny story, but when people are telling stories about more, like, dramatic things, and then it seems like things are a little blown out of proportion, you're like, okay, I, I don't, I don't like that because you're trying to make your life seem more dramatic or, or... Yeah, like you're trying to gain pity points. Yeah, so yeah. I don't like that either. That's a red flag to me. Yeah. Um, and the third one is now evading me because I am feeling the effects of the sheer amount of caffeine that I put into my body. <laughs> it hit the bloodstream. Oh, and, and also a, a lack of a sense of humor. Like, if someone is, like, taking everything too seriously. Mm-hmm. But that's a red flag for me in general. Mm-hmm. I can't get along with people who are too serious. Yeah. It's funny because I, I think I'm probably, like, somewhat serious. You just hit all three of my red flags. You're like, I am trying to read people. <laughs> I don't laugh at anything. And uh, I, I, I do. All I embellish all my stories. But only sad ones. <laughs> yeah. For your pity. Uh yeah, what was I talking about your third one? Which third one again? Uh, lack of sense of humor. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like with with my with my boss, mm-hmm. I, I, we've had a pretty serious relationship with each other. But I'm trying to lighten up. I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I throw some sense of humor his way, he'll like loosen up. <laughs> okay, you know, you sound like a narc when you say, "Would I throw some sense of humor his way?" When I when I throw some some you're, you're hee hee ha ha's you're, his you're, way. You're that meme. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> Uh, but I think I've waited too long to mm. establish that kind of relationship with, with him. So now I think he just thinks I'm being like a jerk, like intentionally. So sometimes you play that to your advantage. <laughs> what you got to do is make everyone think you're trying to make jokes all the time. So you could just be cruel. <laughs> See, I played this game all wrong. Yeah. You're playing, you're playing the game of life just a little bit backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh. I don't know about this one employee. I don't know about this one coworker of mine. She's really grinding my gears, and um, I've had to call her out now on two different occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because when she thinks she's about to get in trouble, let's for, give her a name. Uh, Sandra. Let's call her Sandra. So when Sandra thinks she's on the cusp of me getting her in trouble for something, mm-hmm. which is not my intention. My mm-hmm. intention is to. Address whatever the situation... Yeah, you're trying to cover your own butt. Yeah, like, I have to do these things. Mm. And uh, the first thing involved me having to talk to my boss about a situation that Sandra put me in Mm -hmm. that I had to go out and deal with. And when I came back, I was like, did you know this happened? And Sandra overheard me from her cubicle, Mm. came running down the hallway and just stood behind my boss to witness the interaction that I was having with my boss. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, since you're here, we can all talk about it. Great. And uh, she was instantly on the defense, like, well, Mm. this is why I did that. Well, this is why I did that. Mm -hmm. And then again today, uh, she forwarded me an email uh, that was from somebody else and was like, "Um, well, I didn't really know how to deal with this. And since you're familiar with this, why don't you go ahead and take care of that? Mm -hmm. And so I responded to this email and I CC'd her on it because as an administrative person, she was more than capable of handling it. Mm -hmm. She just didn't want to, because it involved having to tell somebody no. Yeah. So I responded to this individual and CC'd her on it, and basically said no in a very respectful manner, but also provided resources. And uh, she received my email and ran back to my cubicle and was like, oh, I didn't expect you to, to, to respond to that email. I was just wondering how you wanted me to respond to it. And I re- opened her, up her email and I read it to her, and I was like, weren't you literally asking me to respond to it? Mm-hmm. And she was like you know, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. And she went to walk away. And I was like, oh, don't worry. It's, or like, no worries. Like it's, it's all good. Mm-hmm. So like, it was almost like she was responding to me, apologizing to her, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So when she responded to me that way, I was like, well, I'll, I'll respond to her as if she had apologized to me uh-huh. <laughs> just to like mind game it. Uh-huh. But there's just something like, I don't know her very well. There's just something about her. Like, I don't like at all. Yeah. But okay, so I think this is not really I I I, I don't think this is really uh, tied to your topic though. I think it's just because I don't know her, she's sending me all these red flags that she's not a trustworthy reliable but person. But you do know her. You've been working with this person for like 2 years now. Do we ever really know anyone? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know people. You we work with people long enough and you have in in your office is small. So it's not like you have so many interactions with so many people. Like, you know the people you work with. Hmm. So this isn't really tied to your topic. 
I think it's well. I don't really know her though. We've talked to each other maybe a handful of times for business related. But this is where this is okay. This is going back to I think where the fault in your logic is in general about people, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yours going off the assumption that you don't really know her because you think that everyone is good until they prove you wrong. Mm. You know her. She's bad. (laughs) And and you just don't want to accept that some Mm -hmm. people are just bad. I don't want her to think, like, go home at the end of the day and go, wow, Elise gave me a really hard time today. I feel bad. Like, I don't want her to feel bad, but I don't want her to be stupid either. I promise you, Elise, <laughs> no one goes home and thinks about their work day like you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like everyone else is just going home and being like, all right, time to watch The Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> time for dinner. Yeah, like, that's it. Okay. And, and, and knowing what I know about this person... She probably didn't think that. She's probably like, time to go meth out in my my garage and then <laughs> not show up to work tomorrow. Pet all 26 of my cats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, how about red, red flags when you're dating? Because I think they are I think are we've talked different. about this before, haven't we? we? I think we talked about... I think this is your topic last week. No. My topic last week <laughs> no, no. <laughs> was uh, what are things that you should discuss before you get married. Those are essentially red flags, aren't they? <laughs> I think they're, <laughs> they're basically red flags. I, I know that if you're listening to this and not watching on Twitch, you can't see that. No, 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 no. That's a spoiler for the end of the show. Okay, never mind. I'm enjoying. You know what? No, we'll reveal it now. If you're someone who listens to the podcast and doesn't watch live on Twitch... Um, you're missing out on 50% of the content here. Uh, I've chosen to wear a fake mustache tonight uh, for the podcast, so it is harder for Elise to look at me. Yeah, and it's even funnier when she tries to laugh or smile and she's going... Yeah, well, because I don't want it to fall off. <laughs> Do I get to keep my lips straight? It's also because my lips are chapped. I don't want them to split. Oh, it's a, It's an, an amalgamation of the mustache and the chapped lips. <laughs> okay. I promise you I take better care of myself. It's just the winter time. Makes me chap lip. Yeah, especially out here in this freaking dry air. This arid desert. This arid desert air. Um, yeah, is there anything we want to add to that? No, I want to go into your topic. Oh, I didn't think of one. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, mine was mostly just event session about red flags and what, what you consider a red flag. And maybe, what's, what can be my takeaway? Like, what do you do when you recognize a red flag? I guess, like... It's self-preservation, right? Like, avoid avoid that person? I say, no, I say you do a, a baseball rules. Like, three strikes and you're out. Like, if someone has a flaw, like a red flag that's a flaw, mm-hmm. but it, everything else is fine, I think you're chilling. But if someone is proving to you over and over again that they're bad, and you're, like, seeing all these red flags, you're like, okay, I'm going to cut my losses here. Yeah, and just only deal with them if I absolutely yeah, have to. Yeah, as, as a necessity as opposed to by choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And start to... Because, really, the healthy thing is to have a, an opinion between the two of us. You know, not all people are bad till they prove you, prove you wrong or, or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to be something, somewhere between. Like, be wary of all people, <laughs> but also be look open. for the good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And it might uh, swing back and forth on the spectrum. Pending. Mm. <laughs> yeah, good, good sentence is us. <laughs> um, 
All right, you want to jump to my topic? Because yeah. we don't have any comments on this one, so we're going to just jump right on in. Mm-hmm. It's really soft. It looks soft. The mustache. I want to pet your mustache. <laughs> That's, we'll save that for later. Uh, oh, sorry, I just basically screamed into the mic. I'm sorry for anyone listening with headphones. Uh, okay, so my topic completely uncorrelated this week. Um, so I was thinking about... Uh, so... Elliot Page came out this week is uh, transgender, right? Right. And uh, they did a like a Umbrella Academy, which is the show he's on, made an announcement that um, he's gonna stay the same character. Okay. But the character he plays on Umbrella Academy is uh, like a cisgender female. Right. So it made me start thinking about like casting and how. Like, right now, it's we're at a time where if it's, like, a gay movie or, like, it has queer people or any of the sort, right? They want queer people to be playing those characters. Right. So, I just wanted to talk about that. Like, well, what do we feel about that? Like, is it is it fair? Because at a certain point, is it fair that, you know, um, a transgender man could play a cisgender female when a cisgender female can't play a transgender man. Like, it's just, it's interesting, because I don't know if I have really a strong opinion on this. Yeah. It's just something I want to talk about. Yeah. Because, so, let's think of it, like, because let's think about more related to us, right? Right. We're both uh, queer cisgender women, right? Right. Uh, we just watched... Um, Happiest Season, which is a movie on Hulu. It's a gay rom-com mm-hmm. with two ladies, right? Mm-hmm. One of the leads is gay in real life. In real life. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is, is straight. Are we bothered that a straight woman's playing a gay woman? No. Yeah, I don't... Cause Not really. In, as long as, so I guess my, my overarching opinion is if they're an ally, if they're someone who doesn't actively have disdain for the community that they're portraying, mm-hmm. I think they, it's acting for a reason, right? Right. There's some boundaries, right? Like, like blackface bad, don't, right. <laughs> like you shouldn't play, play a different ethnicity because you don't have that experience at all. But I think anyone could put themselves in the shoes of someone who has like a different uh, sexuality, right? Yeah, Well, I, I don't know if that's always true, but. Well, I think that, um, you know, people can, I don't know where I was going with my idea, never mind. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really thought that was going to be a banger idea, but. <laughs> I know. Well, I was just thinking about. Maybe I'm less bothered by it because I think that there can still be empathy uh, in relatable experiences in a, in a love story. I think that, mm-hmm. um, you know, their goal was uh, about a relationship. I mean, towards the end, I think it was about, I, I think, uh, oh, what was his name? What is his name? What is his name? Um, can you give me some hands so I can tell oh, you? Oh, Schitt's Creek. Dan Levy. Yeah. I think Dan Levy's monologue in a part of the movie where he's talking about like every person's experience is going to be very unique Mm -hmm. kind of hits the nail on the head where yeah I think we can all watch this movie and maybe relate to certain aspects of it Mm. but I think everybody's coming out experience is going to be different or unique so watching the movie doesn't feel like I'm being robbed by a straight woman Mm -hmm. because even the queer woman's coming out 
story. It was different than my coming out story. Yeah. So this is just one story amongst many love stories. So I, I can pick pieces of it that I can relate to, and there's things that I'll never understand or relate to, and it's interesting to observe it and go, I think this is a realistic reality for some people. Mm. I also think I care more about uh, representation as it portrays to, like, portrayals, right? Like, I care more about the fact that we have, like, a seasonal gay rom-com now mm-hmm. than I do about who plays those characters. Yeah, well, and I, I really appreciated that this wasn't about the queerness, per se. It mm-hmm. was a story within its... It was like a like a mainstream story. Yeah. Like, it fell... It well, fell I mean, it still was a... It's still an exclusively gay story. Yeah. But it didn't follow all of, like, the negative tropes that we... No, no, no. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, it didn't have anything to do with, like, addiction or abuse or... Yeah. Trauma or anything like that. How so. many gay movies do you know about addiction? <laughs> Gia I haven't seen that With Angelina Jolie You haven't seen it There's a few A p- Party Monster <laughs> p- p- Party I think Party Monster Was a queer movie It was definitely About addiction I think I don't know which one Weighed in heavier But uh, There's a few of them Okay Cause it just seemed like To me I can't think of a single Gay movie about addiction But you know what I think it's like About queer people I think what it was Is like there's There was a a period of time where I think people assumed that if you were queer, you had an addiction problem. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, if you were queer, then you probably have had AIDS or you know somebody with AIDS. Like, I think there's just a lot of negative baggage that comes with queerness that I love. I think a lot of those tropes are falling to the yeah. wayside, though. Yeah. And that's why I was really excited about this, because yeah. it felt so normal to be gay. Yeah. So I think that's the takeaway, is representation's important. And it's, like, important for, like popular media to represent society right right so like what is it like two percent of the population is is gay or something like that oh i have no idea it's something small so in my opinion as long as every hundred movies we get two Two of of those are little gay that are well made though yeah well i mean you can't hope i mean most movies aren't good (laughs) i'm setting that standard the standard for the percentage of good movies to bad movies is actually lower than the amount of people who are gay (laughs) um but as long as things are are portrayed well in Mm -hmm. in uh like a, a like a a welcoming way like i i don't i don't want the all of these like grim dark uh gay films i want ones that like represent reality like for every if, for every hundred marvel movies i yeah. need a gay marvel movie right now are we saying that there's not struggle and strife in the gay world sure we're human beings there's gonna be yeah issues. but yeah the, the ratio is off it is it's way yeah. off it be but I, yeah yeah well, and then it also will help if there's more queer people behind the camera, you know? Yeah. I think the reason this was so good is because it had a, a queer director and queer writing team. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is the co-director, the co-writer was, was gay, but... Yeah. More representation. Yeah. But, but now, uh-huh. let's get into the spicier part of this conversation. All right. Because I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are going to disagree. Like they want people who are being portrayed to be portrayed by those people who are in those communities, right? A lot of people think that way. Right. Now, for the double standard. Okay. So, we now have a transgender man who's going to continue playing a cisgender female. 
why is why is why is that okay if the reverse isn't? If a so so okay, I'll I'll set this up with there's controversy. I I don't know how long ago it was. Time's an enigma to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Scarlett Johansson was gonna play a transgender man in a movie. Okay. Which Scarlett Johansson's got to stop picking these roles because she's got in a lot of trouble a lot of times. I don't know why she keeps doing this to herself. She just she must <laughs> hate feeling uh good. good. <laughs> uh, but uh, people were furious about this, right? They're like, why wouldn't you cast a transgender man to play a transgender man, right? Right. But now we have Elliot Page, who's gonna who is a transgender man going to play continue playing a cisgender female. But no one's mad about that. You're right. There's a double standard. It needs to work both ways, right? Maybe it's yeah. just because of, again, it needs to be proportionate. So if it was common that you'd see both at the same... I, see, that's the world I guess I'd like to live in. Because acting is... That's what it's about, is acting, right? Like, yeah. they're, they're... It's a fantasy. Yeah. I promise you... As much as we'd like to think so, Chris Evans is not the actual Captain America, right? Right. <laughs> so I, I just feel like in a, in a perfect world, anyone could play anyone. Because no matter what, it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd like to see. I don't want, I don't want people to get mad. Like, I, I, think, I think L.A. Page should 100% still get to play... Uh, that role. A, yeah, a cisgender female, mm-hmm. right? But I also want to see us move to a place where there's, it's so equal opportunity all the time yeah. that no one gets mad when Scarlett Johansson, for whatever reason, keeps picking these roles that people are going to yell at her about, you know? Yeah, it'd be cool if we got to a place where we're like, you know what? She's a talented actress. Let's see how she handles this role. Let's see what well, kind and, of story and also, I, like, especially because I think the, the, the film that she wanted to be in, it was, uh, it was someone who was pre-transition, right? Who was become like was transitioning, right? Right. So isn't it important actually to cast a cisgender female in that role? Like cuz that's the experience. In the beginning stages. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all very complicated and it's hard because I obviously we're not transgendered. Like it's hard to speak from that experience because I don't I I don't have those. Right. But I I the easy thing I could do is compare it to you know, gay women in, in films. In film. And and I just don't feel that protective of them. No. Like, I, I'm not, I, like... I will say it has been awesome to see women on screen who are out. Um, it's just been really cool to be, like, yeah, cool. And, like, like uh, Kristen Stewart. Like, it's really cool to see her do things. Like, I'm more likely to watch things knowing that somebody of our community is is like a leading actress or actor, you know? Yeah. So I, I could, I would want that kind of a feeling of joy and excitement for people of all walks of life. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe cause there's not enough, uh, transgender actors. Yeah. Maybe that's why right now it's more important. Yeah. So once we have more openly trans, just people in the film industry, maybe mm-hmm. then we'll get to a place where it's not uh, like an issue. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so I, that th- th- I, there we go. I, 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 think that's the happy medium, when when there's enough representation in the community within that industry, then there should be no issue. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. we just need more of them. Yeah. 
Like, because again, I don't see, well, I guess maybe I'm not on the right parts of Twitter, but I haven't seen anyone complain about, uh, I can't remember her name, the, the, the from co-star from Happy Season, who is straight. Oh, the tall lady. Yeah, the tall lady. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's being like, how dare they cast this straight lady in this gay role? That's true. Like, so yeah, I want to get there. They go, oh, wow, cool, an ally. But then when you have, like, Scarlett Johansson's situation, they don't go, oh, cool, look, an ally. They go, what the hell is she thinking? Yeah. Again, though, it might be, maybe it's because it's Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> because she's like, she's like, I'm going to play a little Asian girl. I'm going to play a transgender man. <laughs> like, br- like, ring it in a little bit. You know, yeah, like, she's going <laughs> to, like, like, one time you're like, okay, weird choice, Scarlett. <laughs> yeah. But... Next time you'll make a better choice, she's like, no, worst choice. Worst choice. <laughs> Which I kind of like. I appreciate that. You know what? Because of the comedy. I don't like I don't like that she's uh, just willy-nilly better choices, but I do like that it's making me laugh. Yeah. Well, it kind of made me think about the, uh, the actress, and I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but she was in the most recent season of American Horror Story, uh, who was also on Pose. She played the psychologist. Oh, I, I don't know her name at all. I, yeah. Um... Incredible job, and honestly, I don't think most people in mainstream society would clock her as trans, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. I mean, yeah. at this point, she's playing... Cisgender female, yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with this point. Man, you are a loose but cannon for, tonight. But for the people who who know sh- who she is and what, what she's done and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it was probably very... Like, even for me watching it, I was just very, like, proud and excited for her. Yeah. But then again, that's what we need to get to. Yeah. And then there will be less issues. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in a non-mainstream uh, uh, community, I mean, let's, let's take over... Uh, film yeah. and, and be sh- be seen a hundred percent yeah this is the best advice so yeah you struggling actors out there especially if you're in a, a <laughs> try you know, harder a bo- little community <laughs> do better I'm, I'm sorry it will get it will get better i think as time no goes. yeah of course i think it will but it was just an interesting because it was something it's been all over the news this week because of uh, L.A. Page coming out. Yeah. So, like, I just thought it was an interesting thing to talk about. I just... It is interesting. It's complicated, though. Well, and when you told me that there was so much negative um, reaction to it, I really don't understand that. It really has nothing to do with people other than Elliot and what Elliot's journey is going to be, and I don't understand why anybody would feel anything but, like, minor recognition for it. Like, I was, like, I think proud of her. Like, good... Or, I'm sorry, him. Um... Good for you. I'm I'm happy that you're gonna pursue happiness. But like beyond that, any other opinion that I would have should not matter. Yeah, I ideally what I would like everyone like with coming out and all of that. What ideally what it should be is just benign nothingness. When people like announce those things, you just go okay, and then you move on. Like yeah, we should have no reaction. That I mean. In a perfect world, but we're we're at least two, three. Because it would be. <laughs> you just gonna let me skip my my, my joke. Hundred years away from that. <laughs> two, maybe two, three. Two, three hundred years away from that. I hope not. I hope not. Hmm. Any other thoughts here? No, it was a good topic. It made my brain work. <laughs> I mean. 
Thank God. <laughs> All right. Uh, like I said, if you uh, want to watch us on Twitch, typically if there's an audience, we would include you in the topics, but yeah. no one was here this week. And I tell you what, people keep telling me, like, oh, you didn't have a podcast last week. I would have tuned in. Uh, yeah, well, you're not here tonight, so I guess it doesn't matter if I, I podcast or not. To my right... <laughs> To write. All right. If you want to watch us on Twitch, we're live on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. You missed out on the mustache this week. Who knows what, what will happen next week? I might wear a freaking helmet. If you have input for the uh, conversation after the fact, you can always find uh, Jennifer on... Twitch, YouTube. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Twitter. And you can always uh, DM or comment her. I, mean, I, I will read over her shoulder. Yes, because she's very jealous. <laughs> of strangers I've never met. A hundred percent. It's actually worse when they're strangers she's never met. Uh-huh. She's looking for red flags. So just know, I will also see the message. In which case, that'd be a great way to get a hold of me as well. Yeah, because she will not plug any of her stuff. She's a... You'll find me. I'm on all her stuff. Nope, I untagged you and everything. Oh, I'm perfect. trying to separate slowly. <laughs> oh. If you notice that I've been deleting photos of you, <laughs> just know that I'm on my way out. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next week, or not see you, whatever. You get it. Goodbye. Goodbye.